The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. So how do you know you are on the right path for your life? Well, perhaps it's by recognizing the wrong path is maybe you're living someone else's life for yourself. So how do we rework our footsteps to get on the right path? Well, before we get too far down this path, you are listening to Girlfriend at Radio with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, where we rally you to do the remarkable through resources and relationships. And we're going to have more information about today's show and other tips and tricks on our website at girlfriendit.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Okay, joining us a little later on this show is as someone we so admire, mm-hmm. we've had her before, love her, um, is Lori Beth Jones, who is an internationally recognized best-selling author, speaker, coach, and trainer. And well, she's had a huge impact on your life. She really did. And it goes mm-hmm. back to like 15 years ago when I was at a crossroads having to make a major uh, decision in my life going, okay, what path do I really want to go down? What path, where do I see myself in the future? And I really, at that point in time was kind of stuck. Yeah. I've been at a job for like 15 years, had loved it. Great run. But you know how you, you start feeling inside, like mm-hmm. it's time. I'm, I'm a little discontent and kind of disruptive inside your spirit going, there's I want more. I want more of a challenge. Yeah. I want to do something else. You don't know and, how to label it. It's not labeled no. as, oh, I'm at a crossroad. You're just knowing every day you wake up and you're going, there's a void here I need to fill. Yeah. yeah. And, and the problem with that, I was very comfortable where yeah. I was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, I, it was a safe place. It was a good place. But yet there was something I was longing for more. And I, there's, do you ever have that feeling when inside of you when you go, I'm about ready to erupt with something, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. Well, that- something inside me wants to emerge, but I don't know what it is. Absolutely. And what's so hard is we always say, you know, we need to be content that, that Jesus came so we can have that peace that passes all understanding and we need that contentment. But sometimes contentment in a, in a very safe, comfortable way might not be the best place when you're ready to erupt inside. Exactly. So I was at that erupting, yeah, contented place, yes. disruptive, contented place. And I had picked up her book, The Path, and it was like it, and I, I think I've shared this before, um, but I picked it up at, you know, it was New Year's, new, you know how you're always in that mindset, yeah. a new year, a new, new path, yeah. perhaps. Um, and I just remember I had been, but I had been praying for a while going, God, what do you want me to do? And I am always, I'm a hard one. I, I need God to like, send me a note on a lightning bolt, mm-hmm, you know, cause mm-hmm. I never know, is this, is this me wanting something or is it really God? And mm-hmm. I know you struggle with that yeah. too. It's like, how do you know when it really is God's voice no, or it's me? I, wanting I don't to? have struggles. Yeah, I, I know. No you, at least I admit that I struggle. <laughs> you still are in denial and that's okay. Um, so anyway, I just remember I picked up Lori Best's 
um, book. And I had been recommended by my boss at my job. He had given me this book and said, mm-hmm. this is a great book for us to read. So anyway, just reading that. And I just remember, you know, during the time contemplating what I'm going, you know, what I should do and knowing, and you and me had met and we were forming this ministry, Girlfriends Unlimited, and we were seeing things. And it was one of those things I can either go step into something that was risky. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was with you mm-hmm. because you didn't know Just the unknown, but yet it me. was so feeding my soul yeah. or I could stay where I was, where it was content and comfortable, but I really wasn't happy, yeah. you know? So it was at that crossroads and I remember picking up her book, reading that. But then I also, I had read a book, which, you know, we joke about this because so many times I start so many books and I get to about page 40 to 50 yeah. and, and, you know, 44 is usually where your marker it is. It really is about 44. Well, <laughs> I had actually gotten farther in a particular book, and it was called Seizing Your Divine Moment by Earl McManus. And I think Which we highly recommend. Yeah, and I think it's called The Light or Sending the Light or something now. But, it came, um, but anyway, I had actually got all the way to, like, I only had, like, five pages left. Now, that's huge. Yeah. And you think, okay, you only have five more pages. Well, it sat there with five pages left for a couple of weeks. So finally, in this mode of contemplating, I pick up this book. And it's at night, and I opened it up to finish my five pages. And it was like literally, it was the lightning bolt yeah. message from God. It jumped out at me. Like and the I, gates of heaven opened up, and it was like, Whoa. yes. And, and will you humor me and let me read you what, yes, what yes. was my lightning bolt? It says, I've heard it several times, and each time it actually has an impact on me. Well, so this just is so what know. really got me going to go, okay, just do it. Change mm-hmm, your path. Mm-hmm. It says, you know where to begin. Take initiative. You know who God is, so embrace life's uncertainty. Remember that the person you are becoming in Jesus Christ is your greatest gift to others. Mm. So use your influence. You know how you're in that place of Mm -hmm. stuck and you're like, do I really have influence? And so Mm -hmm. it says every great adventure, which I was craving adventure is filled with peril and danger, which we avoid that part. But yet that part lights us up, but the risk is worth it. Mm. And it says you have already been authorized to move forward. So advance. And I read that. I'm like, I have been authorized. I need to just, Mm -hmm. I need to make a step now. You can do all this praying and all this thinking and reflecting, but until you actually take a step, Mm -hmm. nothing's going to change. It says, impact your world by fighting the battles that are on God's heart. And there's nothing greater than going, I'm joining God. Yeah. And something. Move with an urgency that creates a movement. We were all over about creating a movement. And that was just, you know, we want to do something different and engage an adventure so compelling that it causes the awakening of the dead in spirit. In this moment, each of us will have to choose. Will you seize your divine moment or let it slip away? Mm -hmm. And it was one of those going, I don't want to let it slip Mm -hmm. away. I truly want to seize it. I want to go forward. The risk is so Mm -hmm. worth it. I need to embrace the the risk and and just move forward. So it was very significant. So talking about the path, I think so many times, you know, we're in that place. And so today we're going to be talking about knowing the right path, but we're also going to be talking about reinventing the path. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking with Lori Beth about that a little later in the show too, because that's where I was. I needed to reinvent my path. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the path gets reinvented for you. Absolutely. And, you know, when you, as you're saying that story of just reinventing the path, I can look back um, at the times that I had to reinvent. And sometimes, like in your situation, you're going, okay, I need to do it for a lot of our listeners. It's The path is taken away from them. And I know um, when I was in the, the airline industry, I loved traveling. Just like you said with the adventure, you and I definitely kind of have a little bit of an, mm-hmm. an addiction to the adventure of it all. And um, I would you know, fly for a, a few days and then I would go travel with my friends. And I, I just... 
I was loving life. And I was in a situation where uh, it was an aircraft incident where it was a severe, um, I think it's like a clear air turbulence or a mountain quake or something that they called it. And I was flying on a Boeing 737-200 and the airplane just completely dropped. I don't know how far it dropped, but it felt like it dropped like 100 feet. And it was one of those just rapid. Probably 1,000 feet. It was one of those just (laughs) rapid drops where I flew into the exit sign, you know, smashed the exit sign, went inside. It was just a rag doll. And it, it was truly as you're going through it was in slow motion, even though I know it was happening quickly. But when I came back down onto the ground, the, the galley carts uh, came on top of me. Apparently, they were up in the air as well. So when we came down, they came down on top. And I was trying to, to get them off was all that I remembered. But later on, you know, I went through in the emergency room and I was told, oh, your, you know, fourth and fifth lumbar has been, you know, whatever popped out. And um, the doctor was like, you probably won't be able to, to run again. And then in the airline industry, I was told you're not going to be able to, to fly again because there's certain... Um, things, you know, you have to lift 70 pounds and all this other stuff. And the doctor was like, there's no way you're going to be able to do that. So I just remember laying there in, in the hospital bed going, okay, God, you said, um, I think it's Psalm 37, four. Oh, now I'm going to have to know the, the scripture, but go look it up, um, about giving you the delights of, of your heart and just laying there going, okay, I absolutely, that's probably my number one and number two things. When you stay on, you know, on your path, find your sweet spot. And it was, I absolutely love to run. You, you, you know how crazy I am about that. It's just, it's, I salivate when I see runners and I love to travel. So to think that these two things were being removed, um, was just crazy just laying there, you know, once again, not labeling it going, your path has been taken away, but just knowing that what I love to do, I was going to have to reinvent myself, but you're not even looking at it that way. You're just seeing the loss. You're looking at that door, like Helen Keller, um, I know has that quote about, you can either look forward or you can look at that door that's been closed. And it's really easy just to stare at the closed door and go, why was this closed on me? Mm-hmm. And so from there, it was, it was interesting because the, the airline said, you have six months to, to find another position within the company. And I just remember, you know, so many times we don't even know what to pray for, but just praying, you know, just Jesus help me. And that's all it took. You, you, we laugh because it's like, okay, you need this five-year plan and you need to be able to figure it all out. Like, the, and, and we agree, but sometimes it's just going, okay, finding out you know, your path, finding out what experience God's going to use your gifts, your talents. And it was, it was wild because I saw this corporate trainer position that had just opened up was, which was really rare at the time for a training position to open up. And, um, I ended up doing that for, uh, you know, a decade. And looking back at that, it's like literally using every single, the gifts, the talents, my, my college education, using that all for something that I absolutely loved. I loved that more than I loved um, being a flight attendant. So, so many times, like you said, when you reinvent yourself, you're actually going in, if you can take the risk and maybe sometimes it's pulled away from you, but if you move forward, it's an adventure with God and joining God that 
it's a wild ride. Mm-hmm. And you might miss it just because so many times when we are looking for to go the right path or to reinvent, we allow fear to interrupt, mm-hmm. interrupt the vision of something that could be, like you said, you, you might've missed something that you absolutely discovered that you love. Yes. And we don't even know what's waiting on the other side. We just so many times, like you said, we focus on what we're giving up or what just closed behind us instead of focusing forward and talking about fear, because I know we are, we all wrestle with that and it is, it's a very real thing. And fear is a very powerful stopper. Mm-hmm. It really does stop us in our tracks mm-hmm. so many times. And we just, oh, we, it's almost paralyzing where you can't see down the road and, and the path, but everyone has fears. And the trick is tr- truly to work through those fears. And that involves getting people to circle around you and go, okay, to encourage and support. We're going to talk about that a little later too, because you can't do it alone. And you got to, you got to go down this path and bring people with us. But it goes back to, like you said, let's focus on why instead of our fear. Well, we're going to take a quick break and get off the path for a moment. But when we return, we'll be joined by our special guest, author, speaker, leadership expert, Lori Beth Jones. Commit your, your, your ways to the Lord, whatever you do, and he will establish your plan. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Girlfriend on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. My husband and I were in youth ministry and knew nothing about church planning. But as we felt God leading us to start a new church, we were connected with Stadia. They gave us coaching and personal care, giving us the confidence that we needed. They even have a ministry called Bloom that's designed to support me as a lead planner spouse. We now lead a church in Cleveland, Ohio that's transforming lives, and we couldn't have done it without Stadia. Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinlock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Today we are talking about 
about the path and identifying the right path and reinventing the path for your your life. And joining us now is our special guest, Lori Beth Jones, who is an internationally recognized best-selling author, speaker, coach, and trainer. Her business books written from a spiritual perspective have received global recognition for the sound, um, time-proven principles. And we just, like like Lisa said, this is such an honor to have you on our show, uh, Lori Beth. And I have to say, it's been fun staying connected with you on Twitter. Well, you know, it's we birds. We've got to we've got to keep up with our peeps with our tweets. Yeah. Okay. It's it's kind of crazy because it, on one hand we would look at the whole Twitter thing and go, this is insane. You know, why are we putting on there that I just put my lunch in the microwave? You know, it's like right. why do you care what everybody's doing? But but you also see it as it's a crack into you know the world and it's neat to stay connected. It can either sabotage you with your time or it can really be a neat tool. So right. cool. <clears throat> and well, I think and the, the important thing is to not lose the moment. You know, I'm, I'm with people occasionally that they're tweeting constantly while we're having lunch or whatever. Of course, I don't have a second lunch with them, but it's like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here. I know you've got your fans, but. <laughs> yes. Hello, I'm sitting right here. Yeah. I, um, we just were in Seattle this weekend, and there was three of us doing training. And after we had been training all day, we went down to um, the Pikes Market, and we took a picture. And the three of us stood there, like, posting and, and tweeting. And I looked up, and I went, this is ridiculous. We are right here at the pier in Seattle, and we are wasting our time on social media. And so, you know, we put our phones away, and we went and had a blast. But I do think that's funny. Because we, we do have a tendency to lose the moment. Exactly. Was it when one of the flying fish hit you in the face that you had that <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Awareness? We were standing right by those flying fish, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so let's, let's go into the path. And I shared earlier how your book really was significant. And you, you also wrote another significant book, Jesus CEO, and a bunch of other things. And you do trainings all over. And you really do give people some really great tools of how to create their, their mission statement, how to really live intentionally. And we just appreciate that because so many people are going, I don't even know what the next step looks like. And so just helping to identify that. We talked about, you know, in the show, we're talking about staying on the right path. How do you suggest, and I know you have so many different, you, you ask great questions of people, but how do you suggest someone find the right path for their life? And I have to say, Patty and I are on caffeine, so we're talking really, really quickly, and um, so you have to listen really quickly, but I think you can find it, so we'll try to slow down, but um, how do you help somebody find the right path? Well, I think that you have to explore their underlying premise of uh, the issue of God's will. You know, some people think God's will is there to make them suffer and punish them and watch them. And then some people, like myself, believe that Jesus came to set us free. Mm -hmm. And so if you believe that God's will is to see you in all your glory and not put you in a box, um, then then that's a fundamental branching of the tree. Mm -hmm. So you have to find out which, which one you're thinking. And then if you go back and say, well, let me try this road of, wow, Jesus wants to set me free, then you begin the series of questions that I lay out in the book. You know, how were you created? What's your personality type? What gives you joy? 
um, you know, tigers um, have claws for a reason. (laughs) 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 And birds have wings for a reason, and birds aren't meant to hop around all the time. And yet you see people doing that in life, and it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I want to, you do ask some significant questions. We're all about questions because questions lead to answers, and there's not always an answer right away. But to get people thinking, because uh, especially as women, so many times we just get caught up in the busyness of life and, and trying to balance life and work and all the expectations that we, we really don't take time to go, who am I and who was I created to be? And to even see yourself, like you said, the issue of God's will, to see ourselves and that God sees us in, in all, all our glory. We, we tend to, you know, belittle ourselves. We focus on our, in our inadequacies. How do you suggest, to like, I, those questions are very significant. How do you suggest people stop and take time and go, okay, just look at this and, and look at yourself and look at your life? Because that's really hard to do. Well, I think there's two really powerful focus questions. Um, one is, what would you do if you only had six healthy months to live? That, you know, in Texas we say nothing focuses the mind like the potential of a hanging. And, <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, this is That's this a is visual. important. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know what's and, so hard about that is that if I had six months, I would probably make some really unhealthy choices because... <laughs> I, I would just go, like, eat at every single restaurant <laughs> and taste every... I said six healthy months to live. <laughs> hey, that's the healthy. The word is healthy. <laughs> um, and then the other question is, what would you do if you were 10 times bolder? Mm, that's a great... I have never heard that question positioned like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would you do if... Repeat that. You were 10 times bolder? Right. Because I believe a lot of times we have an innate sense of what we need to be doing or what we want to be doing, but we we keep that the still small voice, which is still small, instead of ramping up the volume on that and letting the other things fall into their lesser categories. Mm. Well, and it goes back to that fear and, and, um, and worrying about what other people are going to think and what other people are going to say. And it really is hard to stay that path that you feel like God is leading you down because you will always have the critics and you will always, you know, you'll get disappointed and beat up. And we don't even, we, we focus on that. And it goes back to, I love that quote by, you know, Teddy Roosevelt about getting in the arena, you know, and daring greatly and you get beat up, but you, but you also see incredible victories and we don't allow ourselves to experience those victories because we're so worried about, you know, getting beat up. Right. And so that bolder is a great word, 10 mm-hmm. times bolder. Hmm. Well, and there's a, there's a, a quote, too, that um, do the thing and let them howl, <laughs> which is, you know, they're going to howl whether you're doing something or not. So do the thing that you know you need to do, because really, they're going to howl anyway. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. These are really, because we really need to focus on these things, because we do focus on the words that it's like you can hear 20 incredible encouraging things and you have that one negative voice and that's the one you remember exactly and then you allow that to define your path moving forward instead of 
the 20 that said, this is, we are with you. This is, you know, a great idea. And it's just in our human nature, but we have to be reminded about these things. They're going to howl anyway. So you might as well just go, go forward. Mm-hmm. And, right, right. And, and that boulder thing. Well, we get so caught up. Um, sometimes we're on the wrong path and we're, we're in the habit of being on the wrong path. So it's how, how do you change those habits? Cause we can sit here and talk about them and I go, yes, yes, that's so true. Yes. We have to be bolder. Yes. Look at life as if you only have six months to live, but then what are those first few steps to get out of this habit of being on the wrong path? Well, you just have to have reflection. You have to take time to ask yourself the hard questions. And really, I think it's very hard for people to do it on their own because we're so easily distracted. And that's why, you know, a book like The Path, people who are trained to ask you questions and then love you enough to wait for the answer. Because we have a tendency to wiggle out of of the tough questions. But if you're in a space like a retreat or you're, you're dedicated to go through a book with a friend, then you don't, you don't hold each other accountable to answer those questions because the answers are within us. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need more information. We need less binding. Mm, uh, yeah. We don't need more information. Isn't that the truth? But we keep wanting to, I know for me, I'm a research queen. I can have the information in front of me that it takes for us to even, you know, when we're writing a blog or writing something, but I want to keep going for more information. Right, <laughs> right. Because then you well, don't have that's to. that's a gift. That's a gift. But if it's overdone, then you don't actually get to the action. Yeah. But it's like, okay, let me just keep informing myself. <laughs> Exactly. And that's why we need other people around us. You, yes. can't, you can't do it alone because you need somebody else to go, okay, it's time to get off that research mode and go into the action mode. And let me just tell you, all the information I have, and then, yeah, go do something with it now. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. right. Well, Lori, Beth, Patty, and I, we love um, to create our own words and unique words, and we've done that and been known to do that. And, and uh, you also like to do that. You created a word, and I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but you created a unique word, uh, spiritpreneur. Yes. And it's something you coined a few years ago. And right. so that's very intriguing to us. Can you explain the significance of this word? And we only have less than two minutes. So okay. we, we can keep talking, but just to warn you, we are going to get interrupted on our path in about two minutes. All right. That's great. The two-minute warning. Uh, spiritpreneur uh, sounds like manure, which is what <laughs> is needed for things to grow. <clears throat> spiritpreneur, a spiritpreneur can answer yes to all, the, all three questions. Am I doing work that honors God? Am I doing work that honors me? Am I making a living doing this work? So so you could be a pastor, but if it doesn't honor your true calling, then it doesn't really honor God. Mm. So it's it's not how it looks, but whether it feels right for you and that self-honoring thing is something that a lot of people miss on the boat just right off the bat. The other thing is if you're doing it and you love it and it honors God, but you're not making a living full time at it, um, then you're not truly a spiritpreneur because a spiritpreneur is someone who makes a living doing what they love. Mm-hmm. We're, we are typing, as you can tell. Um, 
Because <laughs> we, 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 sometimes we do this and we forget. We're like, oh, yeah, we're on radio. We can't just yeah. keep sit here writing because we feel like we're sitting across the table with you looking at you and we're like pausing going, okay, writing that down. Until our sound engineer gives us really, really dirty looks. And okay. then we realize we're still on the radio. <laughs> okay, so this right. is a good point to take a break. And um, you, the couple questions you ask, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? And we're going to take a quick break, have you pause those questions, and we'll continue our conversation with author, speaker, Lori Beth Jones. We're going to be right back. This is Girlfriend on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. We were thriving in a youth ministry when God clearly called us out of our Bible Belt comfort zone to plant a church in California. Stadia's 90-plus percent success rate gave us all the confidence we needed. They also cared for us through amazing support networks to encourage us like Bloom, a one-of-a-kind ministry for planters' wives. It's here I find deep friendships with like-minded gals who want to change lives. Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome back to our conversation today about um, being on the right path, and we are talking all about um, our own path that we kind of exposed everyone to. And with our guest, Lori Beth Jones, uh, just learning more about how to um, be on the path that God has put in front of you. And you can find out more about Lori Beth John, J- Lori Beth, I, I kind of mixed .com and Jones together and got the, the- <laughs> <laughs> but it's Lori Beth Jones. Jones.com and pathelementsprofile.com. And you can also find out a little bit more about Lori Beth Jones by going to our website as well. But um, Lori Beth, you talk about um, understanding your elements when you are, are going through this whole lifestyle of being on the right path. So can you explain some of the elements to us? Sure. Um, 
the in Genesis it says that God created the earth and the earth was without form and void and the spirit of God hovered over the face of the waters and God spoke and said like be and light was mm-hmm. so as I contemplated that all of the creative building blocks of the universe are in those three verses the formlessness of earth water and um, the wind, which is the Ruah, the breath of God, speaking to light, which is fire. So that was the basis of developing this profile. And very much like the elements, the winds are all over the map. You cannot put them in a box. They are the messenger element. They're the first ones to tell you about spring or rain or fire. Um, But they don't know how they know. They just know. Um, the earth is the opposite of wind, very solid, predictable, dependable, terra firma, reliable. The water is the shape shifter. It takes the shape of whatever it's poured into. It can become steam, ice, rain, um, very hard to predict other than knowing that it wants everything to be calm and everything to live. Lisa just and said then, that was her. <laughs> She's pardon? like, that's me. I said, Lisa just said, that's me. That's me. I am the water. <laughs> and, then, and then fire is, comes from the Latin root focare, which means focus. And fires like to get to the point. They are hot. They seek. They're always rising. They believe they were put on this earth to refine or illuminate. And uh, they don't. They, they do everything 110%, and anything less than that is basically seen as a betrayal by them. So they're, Whether they're you like it or not, right? The fire exactly. is like, they say I, things. I will illuminate you whether if you like it or not. Exactly. <laughs> I have a friend who's a fire, and one time I said, you know, you're sounding a little bossy. I was kind of teasing her, and she said, I'm not being bossy. I'm providing leadership. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you're right. So when you understand your element, then if you know you're a wind, then you know that you're going to need help in the earth categories around the details. And likewise, if you are a water, you know that your tendency is going to try to keep everything calm, sometimes at the cost of taking necessary action. So you're going to need fire in your life. Basically, we need all of the elements to balance us. We have all of the elements inside us. And we can call on them when necessary, but generally most of us act out of one or two of those elements 85% of the time. Mm. And online we have a profile that you can answer 16 questions and it will tell you how much of each element you are. And then there's a 13-page printout that says this is how you're going to handle leadership. This is how you relate to authority. This is the work environment you're going to thrive in. I mean, it's just really profound. That is. I, I've seen that on your site and very, very helpful. And is that under, Lori, I can't remember because I was on both your sites, Lori Beth Jones or the, um, pro, the Path Elements profile? Either one. Either one. Okay. okay. So just to remind people, LoriBethJones.com or PathElementsProfile.com. Correct. Um, and great, very simple, easy. And, and it's in, even if somebody says, I think I know my temperament, I think I know my leadership style, this is really good even to, sometimes we need reminding to go, oh, yeah, this is really how I, I do. And I like how you said, like, the water needs the fire. Can you kind of explain, like, if you're putting together, um, like, even looking at your life or putting together people around you, how do you recognize this is some of the people I need? Because I know, like, sometimes you can look at people that you surround yourself and you go, we're all a bunch of 
fire blazers, you know, and it's like, exactly. <laughs> it's like this is, we're kind of destructive when we get together. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, so how do you, how does this, how do you um, apply the elements just in your, in your leadership and in your life? Well, first of all, you need to really get the facts because many times you do not, you think you know how you are, but mm-hmm. you, you are wrong because for years I thought I was a water and all my friends said, oh no. You know, you're a wind fire. And when we developed the test and I took it, it was basically, yes, I'm a 69-69 wind fire. And I'm a 34 water and like a 27, I mean, earth. It's my lowest. So I know that wind and fire is the messenger. You know, I'm a trailblazer. I like fast results. But I can miss the details, and sometimes I cannot nurture relationships. And basically, without earth and water, nothing grows. So I have to become aware of that in my leadership style and also really value the differences on my team, even though they may annoy me. That is so good, um, what you just said, even though they may annoy me. Um, because many times, it took us a while. Lisa and I would put teams together, and you really couldn't figure out why they were annoying you for for instance if if i'm a fire and i have um you know just an, an earth that keeps asking me 5000 questions well they right. need answers they need that solid that predictable they want to know how yeah. to put this together and i would take it as you're not trusting, you know, this awesome right. that I've just displayed for you, you know, exactly. and, and we don't know. Yeah. We don't know how to put it together and get all those details. And that's all they're doing. They were just figuring out how to, how do I put the legs on this? But through those questions, I was like, okay, you are driving me crazy. Well, and I have a question here because you're talking about like the wind and the fire trailblazers. We have seen so many times as we have a, a, a personality Thing, uh, according to coffee that we use with people. But what we found was so many times people want to be a temperament, like an earth and a water would go, I want to be a trailblazer. I want to be that wind and fire. And so we think that we can't lead if, unless we're the wind and fire. Can, can a, a, a leader, can you be a leader and be in each and have each one of these elements? Well, there is a fusion category. They're like less than 3% of the population and they have balanced in three out of those four. You know, they're very closely tied in. A fusion is like a white blood cell. They can be anything. The challenge with fusions is that one day they can be fire, the next day they can be water, the next day they can be wind, which can keep them stuck because they're not making progress. Mm -hmm. So fusions really need to pair up with the other element that's much stronger than them in whatever direction they need to move. Mm. And that's a good point. And recognizing what what do you need in your leadership style to really lead right. effectively? Mm-hmm. Because everyone is a leader, but so many times people uh, be, think because of a certain temperament, because they do look at somebody else who's stronger and go, "Well, they're a better leader." Well, we're all leaders in a different different types of influence. Exactly. And the winds and fires know how to get attention, and they crave attention, and so they tend to raise their hands. They tend to move to the top of the class. They tend to get nominated for awards because the earths and waters do their work underground and it's Mm -hmm. not visible. Water seeks the lowest place while fire seeks the highest place. Mm -hmm. So I really caution teams 
to be aware of the, the earths and waters, to draw them out, because mm-hmm. many times they have the answers. They just don't, if they're not asked, they don't volunteer the information, even though they know something's going to fail. It's like, they well, you, you didn't ask. They give you the information like the day after the meeting, too. And um, that cracks me up because it's like, well, why didn't you bring it up while we sat there for two hours brainstorming? Right. Right. And And they want to do it silently. Exactly. And and then you have to consider anger styles, too, on teams because um, the earths and waters can be passive aggressive. They're not going to show their anger immediately, but they can get back at you. In the winds and fires, you tend to know when they're upset with you and they have kind of a short fuse and it doesn't last long. But let's say a wind fire comes in and yells and screams and kicks over the trike and everything else. And then an hour later wants to go get a pizza. Yeah. But the earth is thinking, I will remember this three years and 48 hours and 16 minutes later. You will pay for this. And the water is thinking, uh, you know, I, I think I might freeze you out. <laughs> but you're not going to tell it. Okay, you have us cracking up over here in, in a big, bad way. I, I have to tell you a story. Yesterday when we were at lunch, we, we went out to a, a nice restaurant, and Lisa came out of the restroom, and she just made a simple observation of this gal had her purse there by her, her sink where she was washing her hands. And, and the, the, she, was, she was very kind about it and said, oh, is that in your way? And Lisa was being, being so waterish and said, no, I'm, yeah, I'm fine. And she goes, I can't believe she didn't move her purse because it was so in my way. Well, the fighter meets like, she asked you and you told her, how was she to know to move the purse? And it's laughing because that's exactly what it, it's, it, it all comes down to that. No, I'm fine. I'm okay. But I can't believe you didn't move the purse. <laughs> exactly. Great example. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you guys talking about me behind my back, right in front of my face, too. I don't, I'm going, la, 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 I don't hear you. Um, okay, these, we have less than two minutes, Lori Beth. This just goes by way too fast because there's, you're evoking so many other questions we want to ask. This element thing, understanding your elements is very significant. And so appreciate that it was taken from Genesis that God gave you that insight and was able to apply these things. And it's so helpful because we are about that relational leadership um, and in working with our teams and understanding. So in less than a minute, what would you like to impart to our listeners about this whole concept and staying on the path? Well, the goal is freedom, the freedom to be you and the freedom to have a sense of significance in what you're doing. And when you get clear about your mission, it frees you up. I say it's like a harness and a sword. It harnesses you to the, to the field that you need to plow. And it also is a sword because it cuts away the things that are false in your life. And clarity is power. And I think all of us need more power because we get drained. Um, you know, distractions drain us. Lack of focus drain us. Um, toxic people drain us. <clears throat> By plugging into what that divine connection, which is my mission, divine connection, helping people plug back into what they came to do and who they came to be with, which is God, <laughs> then, then there's power in that. Like right now, I know that I'm totally living my mission. And, and on that thought of living your mission, we're going to be right back.
This is Girlfriend on Toginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. My husband and I have always wanted to plant a new church. After 10 years, God finally affirmed that in us. We thought we were on our own. We never imagined that there was an organization that could partner with us. That's when we got connected with Stadia. They have incredible systems in place to support our family, including a network designed specifically for me, the spouse of a church planner. We could have never done it without Stadia. Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children ages 24 to 18 who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. And we want to welcome you back to Girlfriended today as we are um, talking about the path, being on the right path, reinventing your path. And also understanding your path. Yes. And we've been talking with Lori Beth Jones, who just, she's delightful. She's always, you know, it's just, we, we found ourselves like writing and then go, forgetting we were on the show because she had so <laughs> many great tips and insights to share. And, and laughing when she was talking about how the elements, how, um, how they can annoy each other or how they can walk or, all, or blaze all over each other. Um, the, that's just funny. I think the whole personality temperaments um, always can make you, 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 you just really need to be connected with who you are and your temperament because you forget until you hear it from somebody else's perspective. Well, you know what's been really helpful that because you have pointed out some things that are like our temperament thing about uh, what I do and it, and it helps you understand yourself better go, why do I respond that way? Because like, Part of my temperament, I, I do have that. Uh, I have a lot of water in me. I also have the wind in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the water, and that's that kind of chameleon thing, which mm-hmm. is that so you take different shapes. And and um, like you pointed out to me, I, I process out loud, so I survey everybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that really is a temperament thing until, mm-hmm. you know, you start understanding this. And it really does help in relating to other people, especially if you're, if you're leading a team, to understand the different dynamics. And like Lori Beth said, it's like, so they don't annoy you, but we do really celebrate our differences because yes. we need each person, each temperament on the team. Cause I know we annoy people. Yeah. That's really? Hard. It's hard to fathom. <laughs> I know, but I know we are so annoying um, with our temperaments and it's like, it's, it's, you have to come to a place where we're going to celebrate and mm-hmm. each other's, you know, uniqueness. And, well, I, and like she said, the goal is freedom. 
Yes. And the goal is freedom. And in that, when, when you're not so narcissistic and you can look at that as a whole picture and truly ask God, please show me this person from your perspective, rather than looking at them from our perspective, I think that helps in the freedom because you truly then can start looking at their talents and gifts and appreciate um, who they are. Well, we're going to go through this next uh, segment here and talk about some of the five steps because I know when well, I, I don't hear... think we actually have five. I think we started with five, but we probably have four, <laughs> which is so our we'll MO. Do, yeah, we'll do four. And then maybe if we think of one, we'll throw a fifth one down <laughs> as a bonus <laughs> for free, even for free. <laughs> but um, just in, I know you and I, we, we hear about, you know, being on the right path or, or having your purpose. And so many times you can look at that and go, you know, I just want to wake up in the morning and go, okay, God, I'm yours. Just put the path in front of me. You almost get tired of just always trying to figure out if you're, if you're living your, your full potential and if you're on the right path. And, and yet if you're not intentional, Maybe God saying the path is right there. Would you just take a step onto it? Yes. Yes. Just move. Just move. go forward. So I, that would be our, our first step is being intentional. And, and with that, ask the question, is it time for you to take that step? Because mm-hmm. like I was sharing earlier, sometimes we get stuck and we, we overanalyze, we overreflect. I mean, there's a time for all of that. Mm-hmm. And there's a time and you must bathe it in prayer, but there's also a time to act. Yes. So you have to ask yourselves, is it now time? Well, I was just sitting in the backyard um, on the swing with my husband. Uh, I, I told you the story how we just moved the last couple of weeks and uh, he kind of chuckled and he kind of, you know, he said all of this and he kind of pointed around at the house. He goes, it's because I was bored. <laughs> and, and I do think it's funny. You get in this comfort zone and you go, I need to take a risk. I need to jump out of this comfort zone. And that's okay mm-hmm. because you are just jumping out of your comfort zone. And sometimes it's fun, but that I think challenge. that's, that's the question is if you are severely bored, you do need to just like Lori Beth said, you have to have that time of reflection and really asking God, okay, um, there is a void here. What, what do I need to be intentional about? What do I, just like how you said, you, you know, you, you're ready to jump out of your skin. So what do I need to do? And Ask, with being intentional, what do I want to create more of in my life? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, um, if you want to create more of something in your life, it's in that reflection time to go, okay, God, what is burdening me? What is tearing me up and tearing me up? And I think that just asking God those questions, he will lay it on your heart to what is really mm-hmm you know, what's that cause that you, you really want to go fight for. Um, and, and the second tip would be don't wait till you have all the answers. I think for the, um, water that is, well, actually I think it's more of the earth. Um, but earth and water have a tendency to procrastinate through their survey and through their questions. And it's really easy to want to have all the answers. They will do the survey. They will make sure they have all their ducks in a row because the earth has a a, a more perfectionist um, Mm -hmm. temperament. So they want to do it. If they're going to make the move, they want it to be perfect. And sometimes, like you said, you just have to move. Mm -hmm. God is calling you to move. Well, a lot of times we say, I want to know what my role is. I want to know what my place is in this, where he fits. We want to know all of that when sometimes God just says, just Take a step in and I'll define it as we go. And we've seen some of our best, um, 
best opportunities have been when you just step in the arena and you don't, mm-hmm. you don't have all the answers. You don't exactly know where it's going. You're just heading a direction. And that's when you go back and looking in the Bible, God always just told the people, just, just go yeah. and I'll, I'll direct faith. it. Yeah. Have faith. Just go. And I'm with you. Yes. And I think that's just the thing to remember. Just get in there and just know that God is with you and don't wait till you have all the answers because you never will have all the answers. And when we, we call that, um, rhinoblasting has always been our, our little, you know, inside joke because, um, you, a rhino is traveling at 30 miles an hour with a visibility of 30 feet. And we call it the faith run. Just, just move. But with doing that faith run and with moving, you also have to know, and this is our our third tip is that sometimes you have to slow down to speed up because you, you do have to get your ducks in a row. You have to regroup. And, and there's going to be a lot of chaos going around you when you're reinventing because there's going to be a lot of people in your life that can't figure out what's going on. And unfortunately, it's the ones that, um, that have a tendency to be the closest to you because they're going to start asking you, just like I said, sometimes I get really annoyed as my temperament being the fire when earth is always asking me the questions. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people asking you, what is going on? Why are you re- reinventing? Are they... They, because they love you, they don't want you to take the risk. So it's easy to, um, listen to them, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean stop. It just means slow down, regroup, but you have to keep moving forward. And listen to wise counsel. And, and part of that is as when you start running and like you talked to the, the rhino analogy, when you're running, you know, 30 miles an hour, with visibility of 30 feet, you are going to crash mm-hmm. at times. And mm-hmm. so part of that slowing down is to strategize. Start, well, yeah. Cause you start going and you start crashing. It's like, okay, let's back up. It's good that I'm running, but let's slow down a little bit. So I'm not, I don't keep crashing. And part of our crashing is when you start going, you have people that are going to be criticizing you and discouraging you. And, um, you do need to slow down and just kind of regroup with that. Well, and that leads to our fourth tip is get support and encouragement because you are going to have people, the, the critics. And we said earlier, you hear that one critic and that can define who you are and it can keep you in stuck in that moment because all you can hear is you can just hear the critics. And so if you surround yourself and rally those who, and that that's what we are all about really to rally you to the remarkable. And that is why. Because we believe in it so much that God created us to be so relational and you can't do it alone. You really Mm -hmm. do have to bring those around. And sometimes you and I have said this a lot where it's, it's, I mean, we've been so fortunate and so blessed to have each other. And we thank God all the time that, that we have Mm -hmm. this partnership and it's been such a blessing and it's pretty unique, but we've also used books and, and audio tapes and all kinds of things for that encouragement because you and I can only encourage each other so much before we just don't believe it anymore. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you how wonderful you are, but sometimes you need to hear, you know, the tapes. And that's why podcasts are good, like like this one, perhaps. <laughs> just um, listen to it over and over and over again. Exactly. Well, because we really do want to bring people on that are the experts like the Lori Best Jones, because we learn so much mm-hmm. um, during this time together each week from these people, because you, you, you got to be curious. And part of it, uh, of understanding your path is be a little curious. What What is on the other side of the road? What is down the road? And we stop being curious and we stop imagining and that's where we get in ruts and we get bored. So it's like, are you a little curious about maybe what God's calling you to do? And 
her point she just kept saying is, you know, it is about freedom. God wants you to be free. Mm-hmm. And using that free to be you, free to be the person God created you to be, and celebrate your uniqueness, not try to be like everybody else or try to fit in. And um, I, she, she gave some great quotes that, like, um, do the thing and let them howl because they're going to howl anyway. And that that was such a good thing because we want that encouragement support, but you are going to have the howlers around you. Mm-hmm. But make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that really are cheering you on. We mm-hmm. like to use the word cheerleaders. We all need cheerleaders. Those mm-hmm. are going, I believe in you. And even when we fall down, they're like, it's okay. Just get back up. Stay the course. Keep doing it. You're on the right path. Yes. Like you said, otherwise you let fear stop you if you don't have those those people that are cheering you on because that does give you the, the hope. And you know one thing, I just got to interrupt. One thing I realized, you know how you go through life and you go through seasons and we've been through an incredibly busy season um, the past couple of months. And I noticed that I have not been reading as intentionally mm. as I as I did. And so the past couple of days I picked up some books and I was even kind of rereading Lori Beth Jones' The Path. And it does remind you going, okay, this so fills my cup. Mm-hmm. This so encourages me. I need to make sure that I'm constantly reading from people that I that I respect and admire and, and just um, re- um, rediscovering again some things and, re- and reminding myself mm-hmm. and being encouraged. It really does encourage me. It fills up my, well, my leadership even, cup. I'm glad you said that. And you know me, I'm kind of a, a book snob that, and maybe it's because uh, even though I'm, I don't see myself as a reacher, I love information. I love um, just learning. And so if you're not, we really want to challenge you to, to pick up some books. And if it's not a part of your habit, then try to add like even five to 10 minutes a day of outside of your quiet time and outside of spending that time with God to challenge yourself with some um, leadership books on how you can uh, um, influence others because it is so, so significant. And we find ourselves being drawn to other readers because it's, I love that when we're talking about what book are you reading? Well, what mm-hmm. book? Are, we just went out with a couple last night and we spent probably an hour talking about what books we were reading. And then you gain knowledge just from hearing their insights of what sometimes somebody will read a book that you've never ever thought about yeah. and even and they reading give you the something highlights. and even reading something different because you'll pick up some nugget from something different that you wouldn't normally read. And that's always a challenge. And it just keep keep your mind expanding. You know, whatever that looked like, like saying listen to a podcast, read a book, go go ask somebody that you admire from and just say, Hey, I just want to have coffee with you and just pick your brain on a couple of things, but you can glean so much and it'll help you as you're trying to stay on the right path. Well, we want to thank you for staying on the path with us today. We hope you think more deeply about your own personal mission and take advantage of the tools that are available to you and with that you really would find your path and live it. So you can visit us at girlfriendit.com. You can also go to lauribethjones.com. Enjoy the journey and live your best life. Have a great day. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. 